Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey guys, welcome to the 4th Down Experience Podcast. I'm Brian Jackson along with Chris Hughesby and uh, we're excited, man. We have a, another fantastic NFL specialist here on the podcast to uh, provide you guys free value, free information. We're excited about uh, Trevor's story. So uh, welcome to the show, Houston Texans punter, Trevor Daniel. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, we're doing great. Welcome to the 4th Down Ex- Experience Podcast. Excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Trevor obviously went to, uh, to Tennessee and and already have a year under your belt as the starting punter at, at the Texans. Kind of kind of talk about just just hearing that and the reflection in the last year or so. Oh man, it's been uh, it's been like a roller coaster really. Um, transitioning from college to the NFL, um, but it's been good. You know, at the end of the day, it's still punting, so um, it's kind of the same in that regard. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been it's been cool. Um, you know, having this opportunity to play this past year and be the guy and um, having them trust me to go out there and um, get the job done for them, it's been awesome. And um, I'm looking forward to more seasons with them. So you're obviously wrapping up fall camp shortly here, and you know there's uh, two remaining games of, of the preseason here. What's your mindset this fall camp as it was to? preseason last year because you were trying to win the job last year and then now you got the job so what's what's the mindset been like so far uh i mean it's kind of the same um i don't know if you guys know but we have we have uh, brian anger he's he's in competing right now um for the job as well so it's kind of the same um you know i still want to just do my very best you know i can't worry about what anybody else does what anyone else thinks yeah i just got to do my own thing and uh um, you know, I'm just trying to treat it like I'm trying to win the job again. So, uh, you know, I don't want to get complacent or anything like that. So I'm just trying to go in and just stay humble and hungry and just try to do my very best. You know, obviously, you got to compete with Shane Leckler, uh, who's an NFL veteran punter. And uh, talk about that experience, you know, and competing with him last year. Yeah, uh, that, it was cool. Because um, I grew up. Being able to watch him play in the NFL, I think he was in the NFL. He started in the NFL when I was in kindergarten or something crazy like that. So, <laughs> uh, being able to come and compete for the job against some a guy like that is is always awesome. And um, I kind of looked at it as if you know, if I didn't win the job, that I still won in a regard that I get to learn from a guy like Shane, like someone I looked up to, someone who's been in the NFL, NFL for a long time for a reason. And uh, just being able to, like, kind of watch him, see how he works, how he maintains himself. And um, it, was, it was just, it was really cool, you know, that couple of months I was able to work with him. So, obviously, you got a chance to learn from a fantastic veteran. Uh, do you have any other mentors in the league right now that you chat with to try to pick their brain throughout the season? Brett Kern, um, I, I punted with him when I was in college a couple of times. And uh, every now and then I'll text him and, 
I don't know if it'd be pick his brain, but we just, you know, kind of chatted up, see see how things are going with each other. Um, and now it's Brian Anger, you know, he's here, he, he's, he's been in the league for eight years, so uh, get to talk with him about money and, you know, he's teaching me some stuff as well, so it's, it's, it's been good. So, I mean, last year you had, you know, 74 punts and averaged uh, basically 44 yards, had, shoot, almost half of those inside the 20. I mean, what uh, what was it like punting in the NFL compared to punting in college? Um, it was kind of the same. I guess the the biggest thing is is it's it's your job now. I mean, I mean, it's your job in college, but it's it's for real, you know. Yeah. You get paid to do this. So I guess you would think it'd be more pressure, and you you kind of have a little more to lose, but uh, it's still. So I kind of went out there and just treated it like I did in college and just, you know, it just took it slow and tried to slow the game down in my head and just do my best. Yeah, well, you know, one benefit you had being in Tennessee, I mean, SEC football was big time, a lot of pressure at that level as well and, and huge crowds, so probably wasn't much of a difference there. But what was it like stepping on the field your first time in Tennessee versus first regular season game for Houston? When I was in college, I was nervous, man. I was so scared. <laughs> My first time going out there, because I was a walk-on. Um, I didn't really feel like I had... I mean, I, I earned the job, but I, I didn't really feel like I belonged at some at first until I had to kind of get my feet under me. And then comparing that to the NFL, I mean, I just felt a lot more comfortable out there because you know, I've done it before. Like you said, big, big stadiums in front of a lot of people. So, you know, it's kind of nothing new to me right there. But... Uh, it was still kind of eye because it was the NFL compared to college now. So, so when you were playing at Tennessee, um, you know, I love talking to punters on our podcast here just about their steps that they take and, and their, ball, their ball drop and the kind of things that they do and to make them excel at such a high level. You know, how many steps do you take when you're at Tennessee? What, what the coaches ask of you? And, and what are you doing now in the NFL? Kind of talk about that whole process. Just curious. Um, so, college, I mean, I, I came out of high school as just a raw punter. Like, I was just kicking over their head, like, just pure strength. That was a, I didn't have any form or anything. Um, so, like, that, that was a big thing for me in college, is just figuring out really what kind of punter I was. And, uh, towards my end of my career, I started, I was more of like a, kind of like a skip into it, if that makes sense. Yeah, kind of like a shuffle. Yeah, kind of like a shuffle into the snap and then mm-hmm. take my, I guess, three steps or so. And I, I, I tried to, I dropped the ball a lot lower in college than I do now. And I really drove the ball a lot. Um, and now it's more of, I, I stay as still as possible before the snap. Once I catch the ball, then I take a little jab with my left foot and then my two steps and... I dropped the ball a little bit higher now just to try and get more hang time under it. But, I mean, it's changed so much since I started punting, so it's, I don't know, it's hard to really uh, pin it down of what I did in college. Yeah, it looks like you, you come out from the hip pretty good. You know, is, when you're looking at your drop table, or are you kind of like coming out from the waistband type of a guy, or, or what do you yeah. have to, okay. I got the waist, yeah. All right, what do you, um, what do, you do with your nose tilt? You know, when you're putting it out there, kind of talk about your nose, tilt, and all that. Uh, I really keep it almost straight. It's probably about 
11.45 or so. I try to keep it as flat as possible. Uh, I used to put it down some and turn it, uh, turn it in a little more. Over the years, I've, started, I've figured out that I'm better when I can straighten it up a little bit and keep the nose up some and keep it flat. Going into the, you know, transitioning from, actually, your, your senior year of college, I'm just curious, when did you, you obviously had a good career, when did you start thinking that you maybe had a chance to consider the next level? Probably after my first year playing at Tennessee uh, as the starting punter, which would have been 2015, after that season, um, I, I, I figured, you know, I think I'm, I'm good enough to think I can at least give it a shot. And then I had some pretty decent seasons at Tennessee, and I was lucky enough to go to the combine and get some workouts and, you know, get a chance to play, to compete for the job here with the Texans. And, you know, I was blessed enough to win it. Yeah, that's awesome. What was your offseason like? You know, over the years, we, we interview guys who were rookies and second year and third year guys, and we all know that that season between college ends, preparing for maybe being drafted preparing to hopefully get picked up, you're like, it's like a year of training, basically, and then now you have an off-season. What was that like for you, both off-seasons? Yeah, man, dude, that was, last year was like the longest year of my life, so, uh, really, think about it, man, we didn't, I didn't, I really didn't stop, I didn't stop hunting until, I started hunting basically after our bowl game, our redshirt junior year, I started training, for like spring ball and stuff and summer ball and then we go into the senior year season you play that season and after that you have um, get ready for the combine get ready for uh, workouts and pro day and, and then you're punting for mini camp and uh, OTAs and, and camp comes along and then the season and, uh, and we, you know we had a um, playoff game this year so we had a little extra so it just felt like a really, really long time of just nonstop bunting is what it felt like to me. And then you compare it to this offseason, it just feels like it's flown by so fast. Um, it's like we're already almost at the end of camp, so it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. Curious about holding, Trevor. Uh, did, did you hold uh, while you were at Tennessee? No, I did not. Okay, cool. So, you know, obviously that's a skill set that you probably recognize that you need to, to develop, you know, and work at to play at the NFL level. So, you know, when did you start working out at holding and how were you able to showcase that skill set to make sure you had a chance to lead? Uh, I started right before the summer going into my senior year of college. I started holding a little bit. And um, at the combine, they kind of pulled some guys aside that they knew didn't hold in college. So they just could see if we could hold and then, Throughout workouts, uh, with teams, they would ask me to hold for them, show them I could hold. Um, and then, you know, you just come to camp and you just got to do it and get comfortable with the kicker. Luckily, me and Kanami have gone along really well with that. He's comfortable with me holding for him. So, you know, I mean, I, I was kind of nervous for that coming into the NFL because I didn't do it in college. And I was more nervous for that than I was for punting. So, but now it's it's a breeze, and, you know. I don't know why wow, it it's, it's not it's nothing too crazy. Curious during games, pregame and halftime, uh, do you chit chat with the specialists on the other squad while you're going through warmups? Yeah, uh, just a lot of that done. 
you know, I'm trying to pump it But uh, usually it's just three games, not, not during halftime. Yeah. But, and, and then after the game, we'll talk a little bit. I'm curious, as you're going through this whole process of, of college and everything, did you ever develop any friendships with kickers and punters that made it then that, that you're staying in touch with or looking forward to seeing maybe this year in a game? Yeah, I got some buddies that I've met throughout, you know, just different events. Uh, you know, like Logan Cook, I met him at uh, a Coles kicking camp. Became pretty good friends with him. Um, I met a lot of guys up at the Combine, Michael Dixon, Tony Townsend, just guys like that that I was able to meet. And uh, then I know, like, you know, Brett Kern, I, I was able to pull with him from, and, and all the Tennessee guys, Nicole Quince and Michael Polardi and Dollar. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a few guys um, I'm, I know through, throughout the NFL, so it's pretty cool. Nice. Well, cool. Uh, if, you're, if you're working with a high school punter right now and, and he needed help with, you know, recruiting and what he sh- what should he do, you know, on his own terms, you know, just trying to be proactive, you know, what would you tell him? And then looking back on your recruiting process, how would you help a young guy like that? Go to some camps, uh, try to be seen by as many people as you can, you know, get some film up there, sent to the schools you're interested in. You know, if they have a, most schools do like a specialist camp in the summer, so I'll get seen those for sure. Yeah, and then just reach out to maybe guys in the and uh, to see how they did it and something new. Speaking about the recruiting process, what was it like for you? Were you highly recruited? Uh, ranked high, all that stuff, or was it your personal grind that really got your foot in the door with Tennessee? How did that really work out for you? I was, no, I really wasn't recruited very high. I was, I had a few smaller schools that had, had offered me, and then like out of the blue, like, I think it was like February of my senior year of high school, the quality control guy with Tennessee reached out to me on Facebook. And he said, hey, we'd be interested in you coming up to Tennessee. Just take a little one-day visit, unofficial, to see how you like it, you know. And I came up there, and then they offered me a preferred walk-on spot. And I grew up a Tennessee fan, so, I mean, there was no no, no other option for me. I was dead set on going to Tennessee. It's all easy yes then, right? Yeah, for sure. As an NFL guy, obviously, you're fighting for, in your mindset, is you're, you're fighting to still keep that starting spot. You're going against a veteran. We often tell kickers and punters, you know, set goals for yourself, realistic goals, stretch goals. As an NFL guy, what what are your goals for the season? Like, do you have goals set for yourself that you want to try to obtain? Nothing, like, really specific. I mean, it's just more of, like, just be the best I can be every Sunday kind of thing. Like, um, I mean, I guess I could set, you know, there's net punting goals and stuff like that. But really, at the end of the day, it's just be, be the best punter I can be and, have you know be able to have my teammates trust me and rely on me whenever it's you know crucial situations out there on Sunday. Yeah, uh, that's good. Okay, sure. Cool. What are your coaches at the NFL level? What do they expect from you? Ops time. You know, and you can talk about it in just in a general perspective what the operation time is there, and then also you know how important directional punting is at that level. Yeah. Uh, so they like us under like a two. Like a two twenty under under a two twenty really nice. Um, and then uh, my coach is real big on hang time and direction, so you know he'd rather obviously have the the forty yard forty five yard you know four eight four nine five zero ball over a sixty 
a lot of a lot of college guys. I mean, myself included. I just would outkick my coverage in college, and so that that's a big transition for the NFL. They'd rather you know you hang it up there and place it uh, on the sideline for sure. We want to ask you our staple question here. Uh, what's been fun about this? You're at the beginning of our third season of of, of the Fourth Down Experience podcast. We've interviewed probably close to 45 different specialists, so it's always fun to hear their answers. And being that you went to a SEC school as well, I'm going to give you a two-part question. First one is uh, name your, your your top five NFL stadiums you've ever played in, and then your top five favorite collegiate stadiums you've played in. All right. Um, NFL would be the Chiefs Stadium. played in that in my first ever preseason game. What else? The Colts, uh, I really like their stadium. It's nice indoor stadium. Pretty cool. The Titan Stadium. Obviously, I grew up in Nashville, so I went to a few of those games, so it was pretty cool to play there. The Eagle Stadium was cool. Nice. And uh, the Redskins Stadium. Yeah, that was a good one. I've seen a game there as well. Uh, all right, so how about college? Obviously, you had SEC football around you, so what What are your five favorites there? College, I mean, besides Neyland Stadium, um, I'll probably say Alabama, South Carolina was cool, Florida, uh, Georgia, and I guess Kentucky is pretty cool. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, we, we've actually had a ton of guys in our interviews, I mean, I think well over 10 or 12 guys that their number one or number two stadium was, was the Texas Stadium. Really? I, I figured that was a default for you, but it's, you know, like, people, yeah, a lot of NFL guys have talked about how much they love playing playing in Houston. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It really is. And the fans, yeah. they get into it, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Is, it just, is it just loud there? Or I've never, I haven't been there before. You know, what's it like? Yeah, it's loud and like I said, the fans, they're really into the game. Um, it's just, it, it is a neat place to play, for sure. And I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to play that sort of my home games. Yeah. You know, obviously, you're, you're, you know, you're an NFL player, man, and, and did such a great job last year. But, you know, even even whether you're three or four or five-year event, I mean, what's it like having a teammate, J.J. Watt? It's cool, man. I mean, he's freaking, he's like, super <laughs> Uh, he's a cool. He's a really cool guy. He's something down the earth. I mean, how how everybody sees him is what he is. I mean, he's, he's a super nice guy. He's just he's just cool, and he makes plays on Sundays. You know, he's a freaking beast. So it's it, it's he's awesome. Awesome man, uh, hey, Trevor. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your out of your busy schedule to talk with us, man. And we we really uh, wish the best for you this coming up season, man. You're a great punter. I really appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the show. And uh, wish you guys the best. So, thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks, Trevor. And, uh, yeah, good luck. It'll be fun to follow you in your journey now. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay, later. Yep, later. So, well, that was Trevor Daniel of the Houston, Texas. A very nice young man. And, and obviously, had one year under his belt. Sounds like he's got a battle right now that he's he's got. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that could go anyways. It's, it's interesting sometimes. You get the stories of the guys who are in the starting spot, and it's theirs, and they just take every rep, and then 
you get the stories of the guys who just they always have competition around them so probably good for him to have a veteran in there to compete against as well and, and learn from still and you know he's got a he's got a fresh big leg it's it was fun to look at his stats as we were interviewing just to watch how his his career has progressed you know he's had a lot of punts you know so that's cool to see yeah absolutely and you know it's a new season right you know, supposedly Antonio Brown is on the Raiders, maybe. You know, Le'Veon Le Le Bell's the Jets. Odell Beckham's in Cleveland. You know, but the one thing that hasn't changed where I'm putting any money down is on all the games. Right? So my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. No doubt. My bookie has, you know, has better bonuses, has more prop bets than any other sports book, period, Chris. Here they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place guaranteed to win at least one hundred grand. That'd be nice, huh? Hundred grand, Chris. Oh yeah, I'll take it. I mean, it only costs hundred dollars to enter. All you gotta do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. And that's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. And what's really nice here on the Fourth Down Experience podcast, guys. As you guys have a special promo code, and it is PUNT, literally the word PUNT, P-U-N-T. Uh, activate that for the offer. And just visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie. And don't forget to use the promo code PUNT when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, and get paid. No doubt. You know, this is my first year using MyBookie. Uh, excited to try to win some money doing some prop bets. I, you know, you always do it with your friends for Super Bowls and all that stuff. And uh, excited to see what I can do uh, this fall. Try to win some money. I mean, the promo code is awesome, too. Punt. I mean, just like the, the interview we just had with the punter. That's right. So you guys check it out. Check my bookie out. And go win yourself, you know, six figures, 100 grand. That's right. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us here. We are in Season 3. we got a good lineup of guys coming up here in the mix for interviews. And stick with us, and we'll entertain you here next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.